It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Some big polls uh, that are showing that Joe Biden is losing. And this is a USA Today poll uh, with Hispanics losing in the African-American category and also with young voters. Those are all key voting blocks, of course, for Joe Biden. Where does that stand? And what about Iowa, New Hampshire joining us as one of the best pollsters in the world out there? John McLaughlin. He is, of course, with McLaughlin and Associates. John, uh, do you believe this USA Today poll? Well, Happy New Year, Rita. Uh, yes, to, to an extent, because uh, they they have Trump ahead, and most polls are showing that. But they have a third choice, which is unnamed, so it looks closer. But then when they put in, like, other candidates, like Kennedy is a third party, he gets 10%, and Trump's lead winds to 3%. So it's matching up with all the other polls. And like our December poll right before Christmas, we had Trump ahead of Biden, 47-44. And you're seeing all these media polls that have Trump ahead in the battleground states and Joe Biden with a very high disapproval rating. So, uh, uh, you know, you and John, John talked about it over the weekend, did great New Year's coverage, covering for a lot of people on his own station, and Rudy's there. So you're seeing it in all these polls. And, uh, you know, uh, you just had uh, uh, a, a friend of ours, Mike Lawler, the congressman on. He's down the border. He's in the border uh, in Texas because the number one uh, issue in New York State and the suburbs is immigration. And like you had Joe Cairo on, Mike Deary to talk about, uh, he talks about Mike Deary, the, the doing the campaign for Mozzie Pillip. The number one issue in that race is immigration, the border. I mean, it, it, you've got New York is inundated. And you and John have covered this with what's going on, where Biden is really making a mess of the country and Donald Trump's ahead. And uh, we, you know, they're doing everything they can to pull out the stops to beat him. I mean, in the spending in December in Iowa, uh, Haley's campaign and her super PAC have spent $12 million on TV, radio, and cable in, in wow. Iowa. And Ron DeSantis has spent $10 million in Iowa battling for second place. Now, Trump, the campaign, we only spent like uh, $3.3 million, But, you know, we're still ahead in the polls right before Christmas. They had Donald Trump and the average on Real Clear Politics. They had 51 to DeSantis, 19, and Haley, 16. Although I will tell you, with the spending of what I'm seeing, she's probably coming in second in Iowa. And and Governor DeSantis is in a tough place because he's fifth or sixth in New Hampshire. What, what so, do you think, John, by the way, um, Vivek uh, pulled out his ads on the flip side. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who uh, it looks like he's going down in the polls. You can see on all the Real Clear average. Uh, but he... It said, okay, no more ads, essentially, TV ads, at least, in Iowa, New Hampshire. What do you see happening after Iowa? What do you see happening after um, New Hampshire? Also, you've got, of course, South Carolina, Nevada, then there's Super Tuesday. Where do you see things, if things stay the same? We don't know, of course, but if there's no surprises. Well, right now, like, I'm, I'm an old uh, disciple of Arthur Finkelstein, and he was a, a conservative pollster for yeah. Al D'Amato and George Pataki. And there was always a battle between the conservative grassroots of the party and the D.C. establishment. And Karl Rove and others have been lobbying on behalf of getting a two-way race. And they're going to get the two-way race. It's going to be Donald Trump representing the conservative grassroots of the party and the, and the MAGA movement against the D.C. establishment. And you've seen this with Nikki Haley last week where she got, she got ambushed by a question about what caused the Civil War. 
And she was given a political answer. She never mentioned slavery. That was, was a bizarre. trick question. <laughs> I'm being facetious. <laughs> and then you get a, kid, a nine-year-old kid the next day says to her, you're the new John Kerry. I mean, you know, so you've got the establishment tried to bank on uh, Ron DeSantis, and he burned through $269 million and fell from second place now where he's fifth or sixth in, in New Hampshire, and he'll be third in Iowa. And, uh, you know, and then it'll be a race between Trump and Nikki Haley. And she's, you know, she's got positions, whether it's, you know, the, uh, she wants to, she, she at one point supported a national sales tax. She raised the gas tax in, in, uh, South Carolina. She opposed Trump with the border wall. I mean, you've got her positions are at odds with the majority of the Republicans and the, and the, the heart of the party, the grassroots. So like with Reagan, like with George W. Bush, uh, like with Donald Trump in 2016, it's a battle for the soul of the Republican Party and the future of the country. And uh, we can't lose this time because we've got Biden on the ropes. We have to beat Joe Biden. That's the key thing. Well, a lot of people are just not telling the truth on the other side. I, I just can't believe how they can just go come out and just not not tell the truth. You mean Mallorca saying the border is secure, that that's a lie? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's incredible. They keep repeating it. Over and over again. Oh, Binomics is working. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right, right. I I mean, there's a lot to combat, John. John, thank you so much for, uh, you know, whatever you're doing to help America. God bless you and God bless America. Well, you did a great job over the weekend. You kept my faith listening on New Year's Eve. You did a great job, John. I think I think your other de- your other hosts have to be worried about their ratings because I I don't know if they're going to be as good as yours were over the weekend. Uh, so. It is. It's tough to compete with that. That that's a superstar. <laughs> Thank you, John. 